Now, you've threatened before, but now can you confirm that if Saftu will today lay those charges against the Raider? Yes, indeed. We, today at 2 o'clock at the Hillbrow Police Station, excuse me, we will be uh, submitting an affidavit laying charges against uh, the former group CEO of uh, ESCOM, Mr. Andre Duretas, where we will be asking the police to start a criminal investigation on his uh, refusal, because that's how we're going to interpret it, to lay criminal charges against uh, the people who he alleges committed uh, acts of uh, criminality at ESCOM. So that's what we're going to be doing today. Yes, I confirm that. Mm-hmm. And did the writer give soft to the reasons for not meeting your deadline, which was last Friday, to respond and report the allegations he made during the, that television interview? No, he hasn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, we waited until uh, Friday. There was nothing forthcoming from his side. We only can interpret his refusal to respond or to uh, approach the nearest police station to himself as actually representing an act of criminality in that uh, he clearly in that uh, TV television listed about six acts that uh, are easily falling within Section 34.1 of the Breaker, the Prevention of uh, Corruption Act, that uh, are acts of criminality on the part of the people he alleges are milking uh, the ESCOM drive, are making ESCOM the feeding trough, and or are operating more like a syndicate in Bumalanga, and uh, where police will intervene, you say senior police intervenes and get those people out whenever they get arrested. Now, that's very, very serious allegation. So, that he would not go to the police station and or uh, respond to the letter that uh, uh, he intends to do so at some time in the future to ask uh, warrant a clear violation of the provisions of the 4.1 of PRECA that says whenever a senior person is aware of acts of criminality, corruption by any person involving more than 100,000 rands, the executive concern has a legal obligation to report that criminality at the police station. Now, he's saying over a billion rands get uh, stolen from ESCOM every month way above the 100,000 prescribed in legislation. Mm. And uh, that is refusing to do so, in our view, warrants that he be investigated himself for the refusal to, to, to do what he should be doing as a, a senior executive at ESCOM. So where does SAFTU's interest and concern in ESCOM stem from? And, and will you as SAFTU then mobilize to have the said ministers involved in alleged corruption at ESCOM removed by the president? Not only that, should he uh, lay uh, charges against these people, 
uh, we will be in their doorsteps the next day. We will be picketing in their offices. We will be chasing them all over the Republic of South Africa. We blame the party, the fact that we're running over stage six of load shedding to the corruption that is uh, happening in ESCOM. Everybody knows that clearly there is corruption here. You can't tell me that uh, this uh, country has no capacity to uh, do something about uh, load shedding for 15 years unless they are uh, embedded interest of senior people to the continuation of the, of the, of the stage six and more of load shedding itself. It doesn't make sense at all to us. And, uh, and that's why we were saying to him, look, if you were to do this laying of the charges and bring concrete evidence, of course, to the police station, you will turn from being a villain, the face of, the, of uh, load shedding, into a hero uh, of, uh, against corruption. Hmm. And uh, he, he clearly doesn't want to take that uh, opportunity. We don't know what's the reason, and uh, we're now left with no option but to lay charges against him. So, just on another matter, the cabinet reshuffled tonight. Your expectations? Frankly, uh, the, we have no interest in this uh, one. <laughs> we, we think that uh, the person who is, is going to be reshuffling the cabinet must be the one that gets reshuffled <laughs> first. And the rest of, uh, of his colleagues must be reshuffled as well. <laughs> Look, I, we, we have, we've, uh, in our point of view, arrived at a point where our country is now a banana republic, a failed state. And we've made a few examples to show you that we are actually now a failed state. The first one is, how could we moving from having had a state-owned enterprise like ESCOM, was not only supplying and within its means subject to renewing its uh, infrastructure and developing it, uh, was able to uh, electrify rural, urban, and export electricity to neighboring countries. And suddenly, under the administration, just in 28, 29 years, we're now desperately trying to find electricity from neighboring countries. We are load-shedded. Our workers are losing jobs in their thousands. Our economy has stagnated. The inequalities are growing because the haves can buy solar and, uh, and, 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 uh, and engage in renewals. Mm-hmm. The, the black majority are trapped in a situation where they have so little to rely on ESCOM that can't provide them with electricity. Mm-hmm. How so, could we as a country suddenly lose 82 people violently in the streets of our country with 135 women getting raped, 546 people get beaten up, and, uh, mm-hmm. and over 500 uh, house burglaries every day? Yes. I mean, when you have those levels of violence and and when your criminal justice system is only producing conviction rate at about 15%, you must know that uh, the state has ceased to function normally.